Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed two to three years. Rhino Shield is guaranteed for 25 years. Hey, everybody, Todd Jeffries here for Rhino Shield. It's a ceramic coating that is eight times thicker than paint. It can be applied over any surface, including wood, bricks, stucco, steel, hardy board, vinyl, even your roof. And right now, they're offering a 15% discount. For a free quote, Texas Rhino Shield at 855 Rhino TX. That's 855 Rhino TX. And online, Texas Rhino Shield. The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Todd and Oz. Yeah, call us if you can, I guess. It is 533 here on the Todd and Oz Show. And the Thursday edition, so glad you chose to join us. And and yeah, like I said, if you haven't heard the news this morning, call us if you can. Uh, Text us at 512-836-0590. Yeah, we begin with the big stories. AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile users reported earlier this morning they're having network issues nationwide and across Canada. Yeah, the issue has left AT&T iPhone users stuck in the SOS mode, meaning the users can only make calls to emergency services. Now, according to Down Detector, the spike in the outages occurred about 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Service disruptions reported in New York, Boston, Washington, Montreal, Honolulu, actually from New York to Los Angeles, including here in Texas. Yeah, the largest number of issues reported by AT&T users. Nationwide, 911 operators have warned that the outage has impacted their ability to take some calls. The major cell phone companies have yet to make any statement regarding the outages, and it's not yet clear as to what actually caused this problem. Uh, we do have more on our website at newsradioklbj.com. It is 533. The White House is considering executive action to restrict migrants' ability to seek asylum at the U.S.-Mexico border if they cross illegally. It's a maneuver reminiscent of the controversial actions from Donald Trump's presidency and is sure to invite some fierce backlash from immigration advocates and some progressives. The actions under review would make it harder for migrants to qualify for asylum at the U.S.-Mexico border. It would also make the deportation process quicker for migrants who don't meet specific criteria. It's unclear if the policies would be proposed through executive order or new federal regulations. And no final decision has been made on this uh, this action that's under consideration, which which involves using authority known as the 212F between ports of entry to try to clamp down an unlawful border crossings. Potential of this executive order, but it is unclear yet how this would be different than what was done under the Trump administration, and there's been no final decision made. However, it was controversial under former President Trump, and no doubt has sparked anger from the left. AOC tweeting, doing Trump impressions isn't how we beat Trump. Seeking asylum is a legal right of all people in the face of authoritarian threat. We should not buckle on our principles. We should commit to them. And mere suggestions is outrageous, and the president should refuse to sign it. That is Brooke Singman reporting. Meanwhile, there's a new poll that shows there's a lot of love for Operation Lone Star. We also saw what I would say a non-trivial share of Democrats supportive of raising the bar for 
migrants that wanted asylum. The latest poll from the Texas Politics Project asked voters how they felt about the governor's border tactics, which include a surge of state troopers and miles of razor wire. Of course, Republicans loved it. Jim Henson says a surprising number of Democrats supported too. This has been a change that has been slowly happening among Democrats as the situation on the border has stayed in the news. He thinks it's due to a shift in who is coming across the border. It's mostly single men from around the world who are looking for work. The vast majority will not qualify for asylum. Michael Board, TSN News. It is 536. U.S. officials are pressing for more aid to be given Ukraine as Russia's ongoing invasion of the country continues. Securing America. As the Russian invasion of Ukraine reaches the two-year mark, America's support of Ukraine reaches a definitive crossroads. Congress has yet to authorize additional aid after funding ran out at the end of the year. State Department spokesman Matt Miller warned Wednesday this is what Vladimir Putin has been waiting for. I think he has always assumed from the beginning of this conflict that he can wait out the West. Pentagon Deputy Press Secretary Sabrina Singh telling Fox providing Ukraine with needed munitions also helps America because if we don't, we know that Putin will expand this war beyond Ukraine and potentially go into a NATO territory. And then by the Article 5, we will be bound to, to, to also enter into a wider regional war, which we don't want to see. Miller reiterating the administration's position. We have been very clear what is in the United States national security interest, and we will continue to make that case. And we hope that Congress will respond, because as I said, the entire world is watching. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. 536, the former FBI informant charged with lying about a multi-billion dollar, multi-million dollar bribery scheme between a Ukrainian energy company and the Bidens had contacts with Russian intelligence officials, according to prosecutors. In court filings, prosecutors say Alexander Smirnov admitted during an interview before his arrest last week that officials associated with Russian intelligence were involved in passing a story about the president's son, Hunter Biden. Newsman John Stolness has some of the very latest with reaction. Documents released by prosecutors say Alexander Smirnov, an FBI informant whose claims Joe Biden accepted bribes and deals with his son Hunter and the Ukrainian energy company he worked for, Burisma, repeated false information given to him by top Russian intelligence officials. Information then made public by House Republicans against the wishes of the FBI. GOP Congressman Ken Buck on CNN. It appears to absolutely be false and to really undercut the, the nature of the charges. Chairman of the House Intelligence Committee Jim Jordan tells CNN the Bureau convinced lawmakers Smirnov's information was accurate. The FBI told us that this source was so, 14 years this source was a paid source by the FBI. When we when we were trying to get the 1023, they told us, oh, this could jeopardize national security, the safety of this source, didn't want to release it, and now they're saying, oh, he, he, he gave false information. However, Congressman Buck disputes that claim, saying his colleagues knew the information was not verified. We were warned at the time that we received the uh, document uh, outlining this witness's testimony. We were warned that uh, the credibility of this statement was, was not known. And yet, uh, people, uh, my colleagues, went out and, and talked to the public about how this was credible and how it was damning. Republicans, like House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer, have since downplayed the influence Smirnov's information has had in their impeachment inquiry of the president, telling Newsmax last night. At the end of the day, he wasn't an important part of this investigation because I didn't even know who he was. Meanwhile, the president's brother, James Biden, testified yesterday Joe Biden never had any involvement in business dealings with other members of his family. The top-ranking Democrat on the Oversight Committee, Jamie Raskin, says it's time for the impeachment inquiry to end. Fold up the tent 
uh, to this circus show. It's really over at this point. Prosecutors are asking a judge to have Smirnov placed in jail as he awaits trial, saying he's a flight risk with ties to top-ranking Russian intelligence officials and worries he could help Russia improperly influence the 2024 presidential election more than he already has. John Stolnes, Washington. It is 539. Investigators say that they have found the body of an 11-year-old Texas girl who went missing last week. She uh, didn't show up to school. Audrey Cunningham, last seen the morning of February the 15th uh, near her father's home in Livingston, Texas, about 7 o'clock in the morning. This, according to investigators, she did not take the bus that morning. Her body was discovered in the Trinity River. Court documents revealing more information about the killing of 11-year-old Andre Cunningham, her alleged killer, 42-year-old Don Stephen McDougall, behind bars, now officially charged with capital murder. The small southeast Texas community of Livingston outside Houston devastated as neighbors wrap arms around each other. An outpouring of love from all of our law enforcement partners. My heart aches with this news. And I express with my deepest sympathies and condolences to everyone who knew, who cared for, and loved Audrey. Polk County Sheriff Byron Lyons says the case is still being investigated. The Sheriff's Office, we will continue to process the evidence that has been gathered to ensure that the justice for Audrey. But court documents shed more light on what happened to Audrey Cunningham. Her body was found in the Trinity River after authorities had the water lowered to help her in their search. Audrey's body found tied around a large rock. Records say the rope used was consistent with the rope that was observed in McDougal's vehicle on a recent traffic stop. I understand that this is a very difficult time for Audrey's family and for our community. The substantial law enforcement resources that were marshaled by the sheriff lines, I think should show you that this county and law enforcement, they will come out when they need to, to protect our children. And the assets that we have been made available to Polk County to protect our children have been substantial. McDougal was a friend of the girl's family. He reportedly was supposed to take her to the bus stop that day she went missing. She never showed up there. Her body found in the river days later. I'm Clayton Neville. It is 541. Insurance companies say a new Texas bill targeting ambulance rides just doesn't go far enough. Right. When you dial 911, you're not getting to make any decision. And that's why it's so important to to just completely protect patients in these situations from these surprise bills. A law that took effect at the start of the year protects many Texans from surprise bills following a trip in an ambulance. It helps those who have a state-regulated insurance plan and state employees and retired teachers. Jamie Dudenstein is the CEO of the Texas Association of Health Plans, which represents all insurance companies in Texas. She says a lot of patients will get a surprise bill later. And even though your insurance company paid that ambulance provider for that service, if it was out of network, they're then allowed to bill you for any amount. There's no limit. That surprise can be thousands of dollars. It's also impossible to determine if an ambulance headed your way in an emergency is in or out of your insurance network. You get what's sent. She wants Congress to take action so all of us will be completely covered. Barbara Schwartz, TSN News. <laughs> 549 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. There's a new recall from Toyota this morning. Toyota's recalling about 280,000 pickups and SUVs in order to fix a transmission problem. It can allow the vehicles to move forward at slow speeds while in neutral. 
The affected models are the 2022 and 2023 Tundra pickups, the Lexus LX600 SUVs, and the 2023 and 2024 Toyota Sequoia SUVs. The company says dealers will update the transmission software to fix the problem. Owners of the vehicles under recall will be notified in April. Sue Guzman, Fox News. It is 549. Apple is revealing the next generation of end-to-end encryption for their messaging, uh, messaging texting platform. Apple calls its new text message security feature PQ3 and claims it will be impervious to what are called quantum attacks. Hackers have been collecting encrypted data knowing they are not able to crack the encryption with tools available currently, but with advances in quantum computing and AI, they could try breaking the code in the future, and that could violate the security of the data encryption. Apple claims PQ3 is able to defend against that, and the new tech is specific to iMessage, meaning the blue bubble texts. It will be included in the next round of Apple's OS updates. Evan Brown, Fox News. And with a look at Thursday business, here's newsman Peter Schacknow. Higher interest rates impact a wide swath of the economy, from homeowners to car buyers to the government as it finances the nation's debt. And although Fed officials have now indicated rates have probably peaked, they're worried enough about inflation that rates may stay higher for longer. It's the government's reliance on higher interest debt that could put your 401k in danger. Allison Schrager, senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute think tank, predicts that the 401k, or at least the tax breaks associated with it, could disappear within a decade. As we're looking more to revenue, particularly in the next 10 years when we start having to pay more for entitlements, it just seems like an obvious place to start, I think, for a lot of people. I'm a little honestly more skeptical. There are still things I like about the 401k, mainly the penalty that keeps people withdrawing. But um, there's certainly, I'm seeing a movement on the left and the right to say, you know, what are we doing this for? We need revenue. This is a good place to start. We'll see how those ongoing higher interest rates are impacting the housing market, with the National Association of Realtors set to release January existing home sales this morning at 10 Eastern Time. With mortgage rates now back over 7%, many potential buyers are reluctant to take on more expensive mortgages. And CNBC's Diana Olick says refinancing activity has also taken a hit in recent days. Applications to refinance dropped 11% last week compared with the previous week, and were just 0.1% higher than the same week a year ago. One year ago, the 30-year fix was 6 Refi volume had been running higher than year-ago levels, even with rates higher this year. But the latest jump in rates clearly made a refinance just not worth it for most borrowers. In the day ahead, we'll see how NVIDIA's latest earnings impact market sentiment. The chipmaker beat on the top and bottom lines and issued an upbeat forecast. Peter, American Airlines decided to raise baggage fees. Is that something we'll see across the airline industry? Well, maybe, but maybe not. Okay. First and foremost, airlines are dealing with a slowdown in business according to former United Airlines CEO Oscar Munoz. The lull is mostly in what we call the leisure market. While there's some you know, travel for spring break and such that are upcoming, uh, there's just a little quiet period after the end of the year. So it's seasonal in that regard. Uh, business travel continues to increase slightly, but again, a lot less than it used to be. So you know, the, the, the industry is facing this revenue issue and they're trying to figure out you know, better and better ways to attract customers to travel and travel more frequently. But higher baggage fees may be an outlier in the effort to raise revenue. Munoz says ultimately, airlines will focus on ways that are optional but attractive to the consumer, such as paying for roomier seats or incentivizing customers to buy tickets directly from an airline's own website, rather than through one of the popular travel providers like Expedia, Orbitz, or Kayak. That is newsman Peter Shacknow reporting. It is 5.53. Passenger rail travel in Texas may soon connect people in DFW with many cities across 
Texas. Texas rail advocates President Peter Lacote says millions of Texans could take the train to Texas cities that haven't had train service in decades. He encourages travelers to check out the proposed new routes on the Federal Railroad Administration website, where the agency is soliciting public comments on a major expansion proposal. Jim Matthews of the Rail Passengers Association agrees that the new routes would provide travelers new options. Many more connections to the existing network and new routings possible between existing endpoints today that would save 11 or 16 or even 20 hours of travel. The new routes are proposed as part of Congress's infrastructure legislation in 2021. Newsman Bill McLean reporting, listen, federal officials are warning against smart devices that claim to measure blood sugar levels without needles. The Food and Drug Administration advising folks to avoid using smart watches and rings that claim to measure blood sugar levels without piercing the skin. Noting it does not authorize these devices regardless of brand and warning measuring blood glucose levels in a non-invasive way could be inaccurate and dangerous. The warning does not apply to apps that link to continuous blood sugar monitoring systems. About 37 million people in the U.S. have diabetes, a condition where the body doesn't make enough insulin or can't use it as well as it should. Researchers say several companies are working on devices that measure blood sugar levels without needles, but no product has been accurate enough to secure cure the FDA's approval. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. And recapping our top story, AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile users reported early this morning of having some sort of network issue nationwide and across Canada. They say the issue has left AT&T iPhone users stuck in the SOS mode. You may be able to see that right now on your cell phone, meaning the users can only make calls to emergency services. You might be able to make a text message. According to Down Detector, the spike in the outages occurred about 4 a.m. Eastern time in, in a variety of cities all across the country, from New York to Los Angeles. The largest number uh, was reported by AT&T users. Nationwide, 91 operators, 911 operators say that this outage could have an impact on some cities. The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Todd and Oz. Goodness, we got so much to talk about this morning. And yeah, uh, we'd love for you to join us at 512-836-0590. If you can, there's a little bit of a phone issue this morning for some folks out there in America. Sounds like it. Yeah, numerous cell phone service providers. Uh, say that they're, uh, well, they got some issues. According to downdetector.com, AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, uh, U.S. cellular and uh, consumer cellular phones are among those that have been hit this morning. Yeah, the outage appeared to have started around, uh, well, about 3 o'clock, uh, you know, Austin time. And, uh, and the story continues to develop this morning. Uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. That is if you don't have AT&T. That's right. Right? It appears to be just AT&T at this point. Uh, from what I've heard from people just in the building. Well, when I first when I first got word of this earlier this morning, uh, I, I checked on this down detector, and at the time, you know, it was it was all of them and showing mass mass outages. Uh, but I have Verizon, and I haven't lost yet. Well, so. let's uh, let's get a little bit more information on this. Uh, this is being discussed live on Fox. Let's jump in in progress. Uh, maybe it's just T-Mobile. Maybe it's AT and T and T-Mobile, and Verizon's in the clear sure. on this one. We'll get details, and we'll get it we'll get it firmed up, and uh, have more information for you shortly. All right. All right. So there you go. So there's there's not a whole lot of information coming from these phone companies on this front as of this as of this hour. Uh, that's the point. And if you're waking up right now, you, you, it's very possible your, your uh, iPhone says it's in the SOS mode. 
which you can only make emergency calls, I would mm-hmm. think, right? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so be patient, and, and hopefully they'll get this fixed soon. I, I guess it, this is all still unfolding right now, so I, I'm sure they're trying to figure out exactly what yeah. happened. And I don't think it's like a blanket kind of thing. If you are on AT&T or T-Mobile, you may have some some service. It's That, that is possible yep. because uh, some phones have, uh, have, uh, have checked in this morning. Uh, let's see, is that uh, uh, Chad's in North Austin? Chad, good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. My phone's working. All right. That's good. That's so good. we got one. One's working. And you're with AT&T? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just, uh, you know, when you, when you hear these things, the first thing you think of is uh, cyber attack. Yeah. That's Chinese. true. Are you on, so, are you on, uh, you on one of the old iPhones? Which, uh, which iPhone are you um, on? Um... I'm old, but I think it's an uh, 12. Okay, well that may be it right there. That may be the issue right there. You got oh, one of the older. Phone. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the answer. We're still trying to figure this out. Yeah, but Chad is connected to the world, and all is good. And yeah. he's on with Todd Nas. There you go. How yeah. about this? Yes, indeed. Thanks, all Chad. Right. Uh, jump in at five one two eight three six zero five ninety. That is, if you can, of course. Uh, listen, we got a lot to get to. We got a we got a story about uh, Joe Biden possibly reversing uh, his his uh, reversing course when it comes to border security and thinking about some executive action and remain in Mexico policy. Right. Uh, we got an update on the DA's race and how he's soft on crime. Our current district attorney. Mm. Uh, we'll dive into that. And uh, well, there's also uh, insurance companies are concerned about this new state law about. Ambulance bills. If you've ever called 911 for help, uh, I, I would think that the last thing you even think about is asking the, the 911 dispatcher, hey, how much is that ambulance going to cost me? And that's how they get you. And that's how they get you. So uh, we'll, we'll dive into that, too. Uh, but also we got an update on, um, well, the story of bullying mm. at Lake Travis High School. Remember the story about the, uh, the students, athletes, the football player that had a peanut allergy? I sure do. And a couple of other athletes decided to pull a prank on him and smear his locker with peanut powder and things like that. He had a reaction, had to have the EpiPen, and mom and, and the family were very upset. They spoke at several uh, you know, school board meetings. And we never learned the name of the bully, uh, and, and we do now because it's being reported. He's, he's an adult now. He's 18. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and apparently, because of this peanut allergy bullying incident at Lake Travis High School, he has officially lost his opportunity for a full scholarship to play with the University of Texas. Mm, actions have consequences, don't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and basically, long to- the Longhorns, uh, some of the players tweeted out the story. And uh, and apparently even the players were like, yeah, we're not too sure about this guy. And so the University of Texas is no longer recruiting him. Four-star. He's a four-star uh, Lake Travis High School student or a uh, uh, football player. Yeah. And and he blew it. He blew it because of a dumb move. And, it, and that's what it was. You know, I don't believe his attention to try to kill the guy. But it was a dumb move. Just a dumb kid thing. And a lot of times these, you know, these... Great football players at schools like Lake Travis, they they get to they get to coast, you know, without ever really experiencing what it's like to make a mistake and have to pay for it. Mm. This is a big payment that he's gonna, he's got to put down. And I hope he sees it that way. I do too. If he sees it that way, then then maybe this story is over. Maybe because I mean he 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 will have other scholarship sure. offers. Michigan, Oklahoma, many schools are looking at him. But uh, a little embarrassment, a little more final embarrassment on this story for him this morning. I I think it's it's it's. It's warranted. Yeah. Absolutely warranted. Hang on a second. Let me squeeze in Thomas. Thomas is in Elgin, Texas this morning. What's Thomas, up? are you okay? You Good guys morning. got you got phone service out there? I do. Okay. And I, I live way out in the woods, so it, it's working 
All right. Uh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. We're hanging in there in Central Texas right now. I guess we're okay here locally. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mine's How in, you doing? Mine's in SOS. Mine's in the SOS mode. Oh. Well, you know, to, to, to quote, like, you know, I mean, I, I, so I'm sure IT guys in, in every uh, office in the, in the city. Yeah. Uh, did you try uh, turning it off and turning it back on? Oh. Did you try a little <laughs> alt-control-delete? Did you just reset it? Yes. Maybe yeah. that's it. Did you plug it in? Yeah, right. Yeah. Is the battery charged? Yes. Mm-mm-mm. But yours is fine. Yeah, yeah. Mine's fine. As soon, well, as soon as I heard earlier this morning that, you know, this was going on, I called the newsroom. It rang. Vandy called me. It rang. So we're good. Okay. All right. But you're not on AT&T. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm Verizon. You're Verizon. I'm a Verizon man. You're a Verizon guy. I've been for you got 18 that, years. You got that look about you. Yeah, I've, I've heard that before. You yeah, know? He, that guy looks like a Verizon guy. That's what that guy looks like. I don't take offense. He's, he's the guy that gets the uh, a different color messages from his iPhone friends. Well, you you're, know, you're that guy. I am you're, that you're, guy. You're that guy that screws Hush up the up. thread among, amongst friends. I'm the guy that sends the, uh, the, the, judge. the money color, the green. Yeah. 616 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Jump in at 512-836-0590. Some of you can text us and call us. There's um, there's some serious phone issues across America today. AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, all reporting some outages. It's, It's possible your iPhone says it's in the SOS mode this morning. They say they're working on the problem, but they haven't uh, released any details as to exactly what happened. Right. But it affected multiple uh, cell phone providers uh, across the country. Beginning about 3 o'clock this morning, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, cellular outage uh, all across the country. And, um, and they're reporting a, a number of around 50,000. Uh, but I would think that number is going to jump incredibly once people wake up. Right, probably so. People, and this is just uh, the numbers that AT and T are reporting mm-hmm. as far as the outages go uh, that they know of right now. Yes. Right, right. All right, five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Travis County District Attorney Jose Garza is being slammed by critics once again over claims that he went lights on another criminal. Surprise, surprise. Javier Zarat, he's a City of Austin employee and probably should have lost his job over this story. He should be in a jail cell right now. That is true. That is true. He yeah. probably, but he, he's still employed with the city, right? As far as I know. Well, let's catch everybody up to date. Javier Zarat, a city of Austin employee, he pleaded guilty to manslaughter and injury to a child after his actions led to the death of a 13-year-old boy run over by his SUV. Mm-hmm. Now, police say uh, he chased uh, a group of teenage boys that were on bikes. He thought they vandalized his house. Then he got out of his car as he chased them. And uh, began beating them up, punching them all. Well, he didn't put the car in park, and it rolled over the 13-year-old and killed him right there in the streets. Yeah, that's uh, the SUV rolled over. Uh, Zarat is now receiving his punishment as of yesterday afternoon. 10 years probation and 300 hours of community service. Yeah, because that's going to bring that 13-year-old kid back. Uh, this is a this is a travesty of justice right here. By the way, uh, Zarat uh, he's a small business division manager for the city of Austin. Uh, should probably not be employed by them, much less be out here on the streets with us. Yeah, uh, I, I watched some some coverage yesterday of, of talking to the family. You know, after this verdict, and they, you know, you could just you could just feel the pain you know, radiating off of them. Yeah. You know, this is not justice for them. Well, there's a few other things. The family's going to be paid like $20,000, I think it was, $17,000. Somewhere around there. Uh, and they seem to be okay with this uh, this judgment against this guy. They seem to be, uh, 
I, I guess willing to you know forgiveness. I guess. Well, it takes a big. It takes a, a, a very big person to be able to do that. It does. And if and if he if he violates his probation at any point, ten years in prison. Well, it is the other side of this. I I understand that the families agreed to this terms. You know the vic the 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 thirteen year old sons. But uh, Javier Zarat was on trial against the state of Texas, against the people. Mm-hmm. The people brought the charges. And, and now the people have a guy walking the streets that's getting 10 years probation after killing a kid. He, he, we have a guy walking the streets who gets mad enough to chase down 13-year-olds on bicycles in an SUV and get out and physically fight them. Yeah. Right. Now I know this guy. I That's mean, a hothead. I, I'm willing to to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. He didn't mean for this kid to get run over and for this kid to die, but he he meant to get out and pound on him. Certainly could have happened that way. I mean, what if you punched the kid and the kid fell down and hit his head or something? Yeah, same same result. Yeah. I, you know, let's just change the scenario of the story. What if it was an Austin police officer that uh, started punching a group of 13 year olds? No. Uh, this DA would lock him up for life. Yeah. Yeah. Be all over the all over all over the news. It'd be all over the place constantly. And I don't understand how this guy is still employed with the city. Well, I mean, you know, you, you got to wonder. It's like he's a city of Austin employee. Garza is the the, the DA. I'm sure they've they've run across each other once or twice. Uh, maybe maybe he was just doing a, a, a doing a favor for a friend. Yeah. Well, uh, DA Garza is up for uh, re-election, and he has a serious, uh, you know, a Democrat opponent too. Mm, he does. Yes, and more and more people are uh, expressing their support for uh, Jeremy Silistine. Yeah, and in uh, his his bid to be the next DA of uh, of Travis County, he it, seems to be a little bit more level headed and, and and supports police. Yeah, and and, and he, you know he he's clearly doing something right uh, because. Th- they're very obviously his opponents, which include a number of people on the Austin City Council. Uh, they're very obviously terrified of him right now, and so he's he's clearly doing something right. I mean that that speaks to to his strength as a candidate, I believe. Yeah, I think so. And in fact, there's a group of city council folks that are pretty upset about this race to be the next DA. So much so that they've uh, kind of joined together to sign a, a I guess, a, a statement, yeah. a message for the community. Well, it, it's it's a letter directly to Jeremy Silestine himself, signed by Greg Kassar, uh, Cheryl Cole, both former Austin council members, mm-hmm. uh, Lulu Flores, state rep, James Tallarico, also state rep. Yes. Delia Garza, county attorney, former council member. Vanessa Fuentes, Cheeto Vela, Jose Velasquez, Zocadri, all current council members. These are all the radicals that voters put in office. And then uh, Jim McDonald on the Pflugerville City Council. And the uh, the message is as follows. Dear Mr. Silestine, we're elected Democratic officials in Travis County and we're writing to call upon you to renounce Republican money and Republican attacks in the Democratic primary in our community. So they're upset that, that Jeremy Silestine may have received some campaign money from Republicans. Yes. They hate that. They hate that. They hate that. We'll call them losers. A recent review of your donors revealed that a significant amount of your resources in the Democratic primary comes from wealthy individuals who have supported Republicans like Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, and Ted Cruz. I see. As you know, those Republican officials have pursued policies that cause significant harm for working class members of our community, people of color in our community, young people in our community, women in our community, and LGBTQIA plus members of our community to name a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those people that signed this letter, they were the the backbone of the reimagining and the defunding of uh, public safety. Right. And 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 ever since that experiment was was tested, it's been a an, a, an abysmal failure. Absolutely. Their efforts, that collective group is the reason why we have an unsafe city.
in some neighborhoods. And the and the, and the reimagining of public safety and the defunding of police has uh, has really shined a spotlight on their efforts. Because really, if you think about it, it, it really, if you look at the obituaries of the reimagining and the defunding of police, if you look at the obituaries, it's young people of color and women that have been victimized the most. Absolutely. But they're going to counter that. They're going to counter your argument here. They go on to say, it's unsurprising then, but nonetheless deeply disappointing that your campaign's been parroting Republican talking points and attacks, false attacks emboldening fringe elements and posing a risk to the safety of public servants and their families. The Democratic Party of Travis County is one that values safety and justice. No, they don't. As a result, no, they don't. this is one of the safest communities in the country. We urge you to renounce Republican money and Republican attacks. It should go without saying that Republican money and attacks are antithetical to the values of the Democratic Party in Travis County. They're upset, man. They're scared because uh, they're not getting as much George Soros funds. Uh, so that's that's kind of freaking him out a little bit. I'm sure he'll get a, a nice little cash infusion, D.A. Garza from George Soros. I'm sure that'll happen eventually. But they're really concerned this time. They're terrified. They are terrified that uh, Jeremy Silistine who has some integrity and some, uh, you know, he's, he's, he seems like a great guy. I mean, he's, he's a Democrat, sure, but he seems to be kind of an old school Democrat that's at least got some common sense and he's willing to talk to right. Republicans. Right. Right. And that is obviously, that's obviously a problem for guys like Greg Kassar and Cheeto Vela and Zocadri yeah. and Delia Garza. Uh, well, listen, uh, Democrats... I think individual Democrats in Austin, Texas, probably do care about police and public safety. But at the Democrat Party of Travis County, they are, uh, well, they are definitely pro-criminal and, uh, you know, uh, anti-police. They have There's no doubt that, about it. They made that abundantly clear for all years. All of those people, every, all of those names have been, uh, have been spewing anti-cop rhetoric, uh, racist rhetoric. Yes, very. For years. Absolutely. The very thing... That they claim to to be so opposed to, you know, all this hate is really, I it, some they of them foster it. Yeah, they really do with their rhetoric, with their narratives, with their you know uh, defunding. I mean, you think what what damage a lot of these people did in 2020? We're still we're still dealing with the damage of what they did in 2020 right yeah, now. And, and Da Garza, he 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 still hasn't come out and and apologized. Uh, to the 22 police officers that he indicted without no evidence. I mean, that's why he dismissed them, because he had no evidence. That's why he had to dismiss those cases. Right. But he sure did put those families through hell for, gosh, a couple of years. I think it was 655 days, I think, he made them sit under indictment, and he, and I, you know he did it as long as he could, if intentionally. He was, well, if he was a stand-up guy, he'd, he, he'd get in front of a camera and a microphone and apologize. He'd apologize to the men and women at APD. Maybe you get a real suit first. Yeah. Dragging it off the rack at Walmart. Let me squeeze in Kyle. Uh, Kyle, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Yeah, help me wrap my head around this. So if you, if a police officer, if Austin police officers, you know, shoot you with a beanbag because you're breaking the law, you get a million dollars. Mm. But if a city manager murders your 13-year-old child, you only get $20,000. That's pretty much it right there. Yeah, that's it. Well, they, you're talking about uh, Javier Zarat, the city employee. He didn't work in the city manager's office, does he? No. No, he, no, he's no. He's just a city employee. Uh, small business division, I yeah, believe. Yeah, he's, he's the guy that got a 10 years probation under DA Garza's watch after he chased a group of kids down and, and killed one of them. Yep. 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 Was, just had to go beat up these kids. This crazy man is now working on your dime. We're paying this, him. This crazy man is still uh, walking around the streets of Austin. Thank you, Jose Garza. 
633 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Yeah, you can join us at 512-836-0590 if you can. Uh, There are some people waking up this morning across America uh, with uh, cell phone problems. And in fact, my iPhone says it's still in the uh, SOS mode. Uh-oh. Yeah, multiple uh, air, uh, you know, cell phone service providers uh, reporting an outage. There were reports of outages affecting several cell networks across the U.S. and Canada this morning, according to tracking website downdetector.com. There was also word that 911 services had apparently crashed in some areas, with several police departments warning people had been unable to call or text for help. Among those reporting problems, customers of Verizon, Consumer Cellular, T-Mobile, and AT&T, which had the largest number of issues reported. At its peak, nearly 32,000. Many of their users stuck in SOS mode, meaning they could only call emergency services. Some users have also reported internet service disruptions. Lillian Wu, Fox News. All right, there you go. Uh, so uh, your phone's fine this morning. Yeah, my phone's fine. I was just, I, in What's fact, your carrier. I'm on Verizon, and okay. I was I was just looking here at Down Detector, and there's still plenty of Verizon outages showing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and uh, AT and T, big one as well. Crickets got them. Uh, U.S. Cellular. All right. So yeah, they're, they're all work, impacted. They say they're working on it, yeah. and uh, there's no indication as to no report is actually as to you know what the culprit is, what the problem is, but. Uh, they say they're working on it, and it may affect your uh, cell phone service, uh, well, today, this yeah. morning, for sure. Yeah, definitely right now. It is uh, 640. Uh, and, yeah, like I, like I said, if you can, call or text at 512-836-0590. Listen, the White House is considering executive action to restrict illegal aliens and their ability to seek asylum as they cross the border. It's a maneuver reminiscent of, uh, you know, the Trump era. You know, the Remain in Mexico policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the handling of uh, the U.S.-Mexico border has been a real problem for Joe Biden for years. As migration across the Western Hemisphere reached uh, uh, record levels. It was expected. In fact, it was planned and predicted. Right? Sure. I mean, uh, dur- during that debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump before the election, Joe said, uh, we're going to have a surge of immigrants at the border. He was, he was, he was banking on it. He wanted it. Well, now he's taking a lot of political heat, and now he's thinking about doing some of the things that Trump did. The actions under review would make it harder for migrants to qualify for asylum at the U.S.-Mexico border. It would also make the deportation process quicker for migrants who don't meet specific criteria. It's unclear if the policies would be proposed through executive order or new federal regulation. All right, so no final decision has been made on this uh, this action under consideration, which involves using the authority known as 212F between ports of entry to try to clamp down on illegal entries. Mm. Uh, I, I, two things here. First off, just kind of like with the student loan, you know, that debt that he forgave yesterday, I think this is also a move to, uh, you know, it, it's an election year. He's got, he's got to do something because nothing he's done has worked at all. He's destroyed everything. He's tried to win back uh, the Democrats who were pissed. Yes, yes. Uh, but I... He, I Kind of on a side note to this, I, I feel like cause, I mean because th- this is basically his executive order would restrict people to claim you know from claiming asylum, uh, you know, and uh, you know make them wait on the other side. I think we really really need to do something about yeah. You know, look at the definition of asylum at this point because you see a lot of guys nowadays showing up at the border by themselves, no wife, no kids, and all they say is they're looking for work. They're not fleeing you know th- this horrible oppression like we're being told. You know they're not just looking for work. Mm. So I think. 
yeah. Biden needs to do a whole lot more. Right, right. It's it's uh, it's it's not like they're seeking asylum because of uh, the country is completely collapsed, and it's you know that some of them actually say, "I just were looking for a better job, just trying to find a job." That's not a legitimate reason to seek political asylum or asylum. It's not asylum at all. You're just you're just like us. You're looking for work. You're just yeah. You you're got just somewhere like else us. to be doing it. You're just like any other American on the lower end of the socioeconomic scale, and now you're asking us to allow you in to push them down even further. Yeah, and I say no. How about no on that front? Potential of this executive order, but it is unclear yet how this would be different than what was done under the Trump administration, and there's been no final decision made. However, it was controversial under former President Trump, and no doubt has sparked anger from the left. AOC tweeting, doing Trump impressions isn't how we beat Trump. Seeking asylum is a legal right of all people in the face of authoritarian threat. We should not buckle on our principles. We should commit to them. And mere suggestions is outrageous, and the president should refuse to sign it. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, Brooke Seaman reporting with Fox News. You know, at some point, and definitely not before the election, but at some point, if Joe Biden wins, hello, if Joe Biden wins, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, he will have to propose blanket amnesty for the 12 million illegals he's allowed in, right? That's right. He's got to. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have he's going to have to propose that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you know, I mean, you've now you've really you've sealed the deal on, on your imported electorate. I don't know how you could deal with the affordability crisis in Austin and across this country when you have an open border. I don't know how you could deal with the strained funding of health care in this country with an open border. I don't know how you can deal with a, a lack of funding, as we often hear in public education and have an open border. Mm. You just can't. How can you solve America's entitlement spending crisis and have an open border at the same time? They just don't go together. No, they don't. They don't. And 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 it's it's a, a significant economic burden. You know, not just on Texas, but on this entire nation. You know, I mean, take the busing alone. Uh, Greg Abbott's busing. Mm. You know, it's cost almost one hundred and fifty million dollars just to send buses to different cities. Well, by and large, people uh, are fully supportive in Texas of uh, Operation Lone Star. Seems by good. and large, a, a majority of uh, Democrats and Republicans and Texans they appreciate or endorse what Greg Abbott has been doing under Operation Lone Star. We also saw what I would say a non-trivial share of Democrats supportive of raising the bar for migrants that wanted asylum. The latest poll from the Texas Politics Project asked voters how they felt about the governor's border tactics, which include a surge of state troopers and miles of razor wire. Of course, Republicans loved it. Jim Henson says a surprising number of Democrats supported too. This has been a change that has been slowly happening among Democrats as the situation on the border has stayed in the news. He thinks it's due to a shift in who is coming across the border. It's mostly single men from around the world who are looking for work. The vast majority will not qualify for asylum. Michael Board, TSN News. Yeah, those uh, a vast majority, single men, military age men. I I'll be honest with you, uh, fellas, your country needs you more than we need you. Yeah, yeah, really. And, you know, he says there, well, the, the vast majority won't qualify for asylum. Funny how they'll probably end up in the country anyway, though, right? Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll find a way in. They're here. Tw uh, I mean, what is it, 36? The po the population of more than 36 states, I think, now, or up yeah. to about 36 states, has, has made its way over the border illegally under Joe Biden. And here's where the progressive lefties who live in Austin, Texas, uh, you know, that voted for this, here's, here's where they start to twist the narrative of the story. Uh, we're only speaking out against illegal immigration. That's right. I'm 100% supportive of legal immigration. 
Yeah, well, yeah. Just want to make that clear. Well, the you know America's only, a great place. People are trying to get here, right? Only the hacks are the ones that make the argument that when you when you speak out about uh, against illegal immigration, that you're somehow slamming immigrants and well, immigration. And you know what? That's uh, that's not what we're doing. Well, we got to call out the hacks because they're on some of the city councils, right? That they are. That they, and they can. And that's a narrative that continues to get pushed. And then you know the constituents buy into it and they believe it. Uh, Bob in South Austin this morning. Hey, Bob. Yeah, good morning. You know, if America is such a terrible racist uh, country as the left portrays, then why is all everyone in the world trying to get into the country here? And then my second comment is, you know, when that Senate-Ukraine border bill, that fraudulent border bill was being debated a couple weeks ago, Biden said, well, pass that because I need that legislation to secure the border. And he says, I've done all I can do. But now he's saying I can do it by executive order is a contradiction and a lie, of course. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's, it's called a flat-out lie. But, uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. All of a sudden, yeah. he, he can do it. It was, it was all every, Republicans last week. Everybody all along, we knew he could do this, right? I mean, the first thing he did when he got in office was reverse everything that Trump did mm-hmm. uh, with executive action. He could have undone the undone. He could have just reversed yeah, the reversal. I think... I do not think he will sign it, uh, that what this bill is being proposed to go back to the Trump policy. I think he, he, the, the radical left will not let him do it. Yeah, I hear you, man. Thanks for checking in, Bob. Uh, jump in here at 512-836-0590 uh, here on the Todd and Oz Show. And, uh, well, we'd love to get your thoughts, your opinions. And uh, keep in mind there's still a phone issue uh, across this country. Major carriers reporting some outages. Uh, My phone says it's uh, stuck in the SOS mode, my iPhone, and yours may say the same thing. But AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, all reporting some sort of outage, and they haven't really clearly said what the problem is, but they say that uh, they're working on the issue. You got that? Let's hear that. This yeah, jump in at 512-836-0590 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Let's, uh, yeah, go ahead, Bandy. Uh, what you got there? In fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. Yeah. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. Yeah, there you go. That's Joe Biden. That's uh, one of the quotes that got him in office, got him elected by the Democrats mm-hmm. of, uh, of America uh, in that debate uh, with uh, various Democrats talking about a border surge he planned. Well, I, I, and so, it, it, I mean, people have just been heeding his call, right? Millions, by the millions, they've been heeding that call uh, for more than three years now. Yeah. And uh, this border crisis is all on him. Well, uh, uh, he, he's, he's regretting it now, I guess. I Only guess he's regretting it now. Only politically, you're absolutely right. Now considering a kind of reverse of the reverse. He's laying down the UNO card to reverse the policies that he reversed the first day he got in office. The potential of this executive order, but it is unclear yet how this would be different than what was done under the Trump administration, and there's been no final decision made. However, it was controversial under former President Trump, and no doubt has sparked anger from the left. AOC tweeting, doing Trump impressions isn't how we beat Trump. Seeking asylum is a legal right of all people in the face of authoritarian threat. We should not buckle on our principles. We should commit to them. And mere suggestions is outrageous, and the president should refuse to sign it. There you go. That's uh, Ashley Stromer reporting. Uh, you could join us, too, at 512-836-0590. 
I kind of laugh at myself every time I mention that phone number this morning because we got some serious <laughs> phone issues across the country. Yeah, affecting every cell phone carrier that's uh, that's in America and in Canada. Now, not every phone is down. My iPhone is stuck in the SOS mode, and and others are reporting that as well. I'm, I've been fortunate, and uh, I actually I checked with my, my mom a second ago, and, and she's having some problems. She gets internet, but uh, she's like, she says when she tries to check emails and text and stuff, our station cuts off. So you know, if phones are having having uh, lots of problems right now. Well, I got a text message here at five one two eight three six zero five ninety here on the Todd and Oz show, and uh, well, listen, uh, the texter says that there was some sort of a. Uh, Solar flare this morning oh. at about two forty-five is, and I and I guess the texture is insinuating that that could be the issue. I don't know. Officials haven't told it's us really anything about what's uh, what caused this, but uh, the texture says there was some kind of solar flare about two forty-five this morning. Huh? Interesting. Well, I, I, I certainly that that could do it. Those could solar, it? I don't know. Could it? Yeah, I, solar I, flares can disrupt a lot of stuff like that. I mean, I, you know, I, I I don't know if that's exactly what it is, but certainly there is the possibility. Oh, really? You sound like you know what you're talking about. I'm going to believe you. I mean, I have no idea. Well, I don't either. I mean, I, mean, it, 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 I just I just know that solar flares can, can cause a lot of disruptions to electronic stuff. I like do that. know we're in multiple wars, and a lot of countries would love to hack our cell phone towers and things like that, right? Things the chai comms? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Thing. I have no idea. Maybe it's the Democrats. Hang on a second. Here's uh, Jerry Willis. As of 6.32 a.m., 35,065 people experiencing outages. Local reports saying AT&T is now coming back online. Good news. Saying this is the second major outage within a week. Users also report more than 800 outages for Verizon and T-Mobile users. So everybody impacted here. A Verizon spokesperson telling Fox Business the cellular issue was only when Verizon users tried to call people with AT&T. Still unclear what is causing the problem. Yeah. These phone carriers. Well, they, they, they throw those numbers out there. They're reporting the number of outages, but most people are still in bed. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and, and most people wouldn't even call to say their phone's not working. I actually wouldn't even think to do that. Yeah. So on your bingo card, what do you think it is? Is it China? Is it the, uh, the Russian space attack? Oh, there is that. There is that. Is it, uh, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, maybe it's some fat kid in a basement somewhere. You know, that hacked some kind of system. It could be anything. Could be some kid in a gaming chat room. Classified documents. I'm sure Ryan Alter would say it's Trump's fault. I'm sure he would. Well, they all say it's Trump's fault, right? That's true. So everything's Trump's fault. All right, uh, listen, jump in at 512-836-0590. Here on the Todd and Oz Show. And, uh, yeah, you can join us, too. Listen, uh, there's some proposed legislation in some states that would require public schools to uh, to watch uh, a pro-life video uh, in sex education class. Uh, Fox reporter Tanya J. Powers explains. Bills that would require students in public schools to watch a three-minute video created by an anti-abortion group have been proposed in Iowa, Kentucky, Missouri, and West Virginia. The video, which features an animated fetus named Baby Olivia, was created by the organization Live Action. Supporters say it shows human growth as beautiful. Critics of the bill include the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecologists, which says the video is, quote, designed to manipulate the emotions 
millions of viewers. The Missouri bill would require students to watch the video by third grade, while other states like West Virginia would not require showing it until eighth or tenth grade. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. There you go. Uh, what do you think of that? Uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. The critics say it's designed to... You know, touch on the emotions, that sort of thing. Well, maybe a little bit, but uh, well, it, it well, just saying that indicates that the beautiful baby inside you touches on your emotions. Yeah, I'm sure it does. It of does. course, it does. I think it's important for kids to understand how life grows. Um, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if this is worthy of them mandating it in all schools, but uh, uh, certainly. Uh, well, it is the topic of the day, right? Yeah, the issue of the day, and, and it only makes sense to educate young people about what it really is. Well, I agree. Uh, what the procedure is, yeah. how invasive it is, mm. how yeah. deadly it is. It is a deadly, it, it, yeah, very deadly procedure. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I certainly don't have a problem with this. You know, I I think that it's it's good that kids get to see something. I love like the that. fact that it makes the left so upset. Well, they hate it, don't they? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of little cells to them, right? It is uh, six fifty-three. Yeah, we got more on that story on our website at five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Listen, Austin has a problem with graffiti, and apparently, it's costing uh, property owners big bucks. And now, the downtown Austin Commission is 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 waiting for the approval of a new task force to deal with graffiti. It sounds expensive. Uh, Commission Chair August Harris says South by Southwest is rapidly approaching and police need to put a focus on stopping graffiti. That should be their focus. They're climbing on top of buildings. They're putting themselves and others in harm's way, not to mention costing private property owners and the public property owners hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage. Now, Harris says they passed the resolution last year calling for a dedicated graffiti task force. But he says uh, it has remained stalled by the city council ever since. Uh, the Parks Department alone spends about $500,000 a year just cleaning up graffiti on uh, parks, uh, you know, restrooms and things like that. One department spends half a million dollars a year just cleaning up some ne'er-do-wells paint job on the side of a building. Which, uh, you know, so I'm with Harris on this that, you know, I mean, I understand that it's not something that, that police can just go out and, and stop all the time. But it, it certainly is unsightly, especially when you have these big festivals coming into town at a time in which people are stepping over homeless people all over the place anyway. Yeah. Um, I just think that, you know, it, it was a it was a justifiable request, I think, from the commission last year to the council to at least consider this working group. And the fact that they've just let it sit there and they've done nothing with it as departments still spend a half a million dollars a year cleaning up the problem. Do some of these property owners get fined if they don't clean up the graffiti fast enough? I have heard that that, that is, uh, is a possibility, that, that basically you're on the hook if it's on your property, uh, even though somebody else came and you need man, to clean it up or, or you could be fined As for if uh, the business owner and the entrepreneur didn't need another hurdle to get in their way of doing business in Austin. The Todd and Oz Show, weekday mornings 5 to 10 on News Radio KLBJ. Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed two to three years. Rhino Shield is guaranteed for 25 years. Hey, everybody, Todd Jeffries here for Rhino Shield. It's a ceramic coating that is eight times thicker than paint. It can be applied over any surface, including wood, bricks, stucco, steel, hardy board, vinyl, even your roof. And right now, they're offering a 15% discount. For a free quote, Texas Rhino Shield at 855 855- Rhino TX. That's 855 Rhino TX. And online, TexasRhinoShield.com.